You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's coming at you with a new episode, but don't worry my friend, we can get through this together. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Cody and I'll be controlled by an AI uh, model. (laughs) I am Sam. (laughs) I am Josh, this is weird. (laughs) And I'm Samantha. Uh, We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in once again on this fine Saturday or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Uh, We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! You know what? The pause, the pause between uh, my thing and saying check it out is getting longer every episode. Eventually, we're going to get to one where it's just like the entire first half of the show is just dead air waiting for me to say check it out. Well, you got to leave them in anticipation. Patient, yes. <laughs> All right. So things we've been doing. So um, the main thing I've been doing is I checked out um, new phone uh, game. That has been hotly anticipated for a while now. Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. That's something we actually talked about on the show. God, must have been like a year or so ago. A couple ago. times. Yeah, a couple times. But it's basically a... It's kind of like a Cliff Notes version of all of the Final Fantasy VII branded games kind of rolled together. Yeah, the, the main game and adjacent materials. Yeah, <laughs> which there are a lot of. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting. I've only played through the first little bit, but I mean, it it plays pretty well for a phone game. Yeah, it's, I, I played up until the it like takes the wheels off, basically. Basically, yeah. The training wheels off. Essentially, same here. And uh, I think it's interesting that they're kind of going in chapters with everything, that you can kind of jump around a little bit if you'd like um, from one game, one storyline to another. And I think it's interesting that they're actually going to be uh, coming up with some sort of plot for the first soldier, which was just an MM, not a, not an MMO. It was a battle, like royale. A, a battle royale game with very little plot to it. it. Yeah, it was a Fortnite. Yeah, but they're actually yeah. making a, a, a plot to go along with it. And you're going, it's going to have a playable version of uh, Advent Children in it, which huh. is kind of neat. Which is the first time that that because that was a movie. Yeah. That was yeah. just a Ho- hopefully they can movie. make it make more sense. I hope so because boy, it didn't make much sense. No, it really didn't. Looked neat, but oh, it was a beautifully animated yeah. movie. Yeah, but it just made no sense. It, it looks like they're gonna go into Sephiroth's past too. Uh, apparently, one of the them. Fr- first soldier. Oh, that has it has Sephiroth. Baby Sephiroth. It has it has new recruit Sephiroth in it. Yeah, he is one of the first. I think it's something like First Soldier was supposedly about the first round of Mako infused, um, magic infused soldiers, yeah. and Sephiroth was one of those first round of of test subjects. I guess kind of sorta, um, and that's what that's going to go into, which is kind of cool. It also has a lot of uh, gacha mechanics of where it does. Of you can it does. you can put so much real world dollars into it. I refuse to do so. <laughs> you you can give Square Enix so much of your hard earned money. To- <laughs> no matter how cool those weapons and costumes look, I have zero interest in actually putting money is, into is this thing. Is there costumes you can get in the gacha? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, right now they're running a special on a samurai themed uh, cloud. Oh man, a samurai themed <laughs> cloud with uh, a Sephiroth sword and a samurai themed Barrett. Apparently, in the test uh, version, th- some players were able to get randomly the um, cloud in drag. Nice. Costume that you could just play as Cloud in drag <laughs> that, from that one scene in Final Fantasy VII. That's illegal in some states. It, 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 from these days, <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it's interesting. It's fun, and and so far, it's free. So yeah, it's got a nice turn-based battle system. That's not it's not the same as the games, but it's like a has a similar feel to it. It kind of has, guess. yeah. And it's interesting that you're only com- uh, playing as one character, so the rest of your par- party is AI controlled. The only thing you do with them is you time when, once they've hit their limit break, you can time when to activate their limit break. But a- otherwise, they kind of do their own thing. And that's kind of cool. I mean, it, it kind of takes a lot of the onus, a lot of the, you know, time and energy off of it, so that you could just sit and, you know, Watch it do its thing. Yeah. Watch it do its thing for the, the most part. The main conceit of the battle system is you have the active time gauge. Yeah. And like you wait for it to go up to certain levels to be able to use certain moves. So like maybe your more powerful one, you have to wait a little longer than right. the other ones. Or yeah. healing takes a little longer. So, yeah. So use the right things at the right time. Yep. And all of the in-battle sprites look like the new, the uh, uh, updated or at least as close as they can get on a, on a cell phone. Yeah, it, it looks really mm-hmm. nice. It, it the yeah the design is very similar to the remake. Remake, yeah, and the out of battle ones look like very nicely updated versions of the uh, PlayStation One. <laughs> the blocky. Yeah, they're they're kind of chibi. Looking. Yeah, but they're but they're smooth. They look really nice. They yeah. don't. They're not like the weird hard edges. They actually look really really good. I do remember when I played the original Final Fantasy VII when I was a kid. I was like. I wish this had more like actual cutscenes because there's only like <laughs> two. Instead of watching these people who look like melted Lego minifigs, <laughs> yeah, have these, have these dramatic moments. Yeah. yeah, I've actually been playing around with mods of Final Fantasy VII, the original, on on the PC. Apparently, people have gone through and added like a million different mods to the game to like stuff like quality of life improvements, but also. Um, They've made Jesse playable for the first couple oh, missions, nice. and she's she's basically a, a Tifa clone, basically, and all the levels transfer over to Tifa once you get her. But they've given her an actual in-game model and stuff that you can use. Everybody loves Jesse Raspberry. She's great. She's great. And what what else did they, they do? There's like they went through and painstakingly uh, AI upresed every static background in the game, so everything looks crisp and not like. Well, they, pixely and stuff like that. They've done that. They've added voice acting. You, they can, have, you can get full fan done voice acting. For yeah, the entire and it's pretty game. good. And it's pretty good. It's not the, it's not the best, but it's pretty okay. It's, it's good for the price. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like just updated models, updated everything. It's really well done. Of course, I have too many mods on it right now, and it crashes at the first <laughs> battle. <laughs> so I got to figure out which which one's breaking things. But up until a point. Everything looked really cool. So, it's like when I tried to install all of the expansions for The Sims, I think two at oh, once. Yeah, and it took it took like ten minutes, ten solid minutes to load, <laughs> and then it would immediately crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've done that with The Sims Three before because <laughs> yeah. it's just too much. It just is like ah no. 
This is too much, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been checking out this week. Other, just you know, otherwise I've been watching you know just random stuff on YouTube. And have you watched the Quentin reviews? Six hours. I have not sat to watch it yet. I need to. I need to set aside the time. That's six, six hours it, of what? It's six hours. Yeah, yeah I, I've watched about four of the six. Yeah. Re- um. So Quentin reviews does a lot of really long, super super long form deep dives into. Well, his his current thing is like Nickelodeon teen sitcoms. Oh. And this is part two of Sam and Cat. He's already done a victorious. A couple of Victorious and a couple of iCarly. iCarly, and now it's the the spinoff with both of the secondary characters from those together in their own show, and yeah, it's just wild to see all the dumb crap that they did on those shows. Oh yeah, I didn't watch them. I, had I no didn't idea. either. Yeah, I didn't. I care. didn't know. I, I had no idea how messed up they really are. Well, that's what happens when you have a show creator and showrunner that has. He's into certain things and he likes to put them on screen for everyone to see. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. The show Sam and Cat and by extension, iCarly and and Victorious has a lot of things to do with putting uh, stuff on feet like gel. And I think there was an episode with ketchup and it was like. This is just, this isn't even hiding it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they try to put it off as like, this is just a wacky, funny kids thing that kids will think is funny. And it's like, no. No, it's just a bunch no. of foot stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of this uh, this picture I have saved on my phone that I like to throw <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. No, hey, no, 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 no. You no. can keep that to yourself. It's a family show. <laughs> no. It is like it's like some like old like TV show like episode title stinger, and it said like the writer's thinly veiled fetish. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like every episode of Totally Spies. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I liked Totally Spies. Me and my sister used to watch that a lot together. It was a cute yeah. show. It was a cute <laughs> show. I think it's getting a new season. It it's is. getting a remake. But all of the voice actors won't be returning because it's non-union. Non-union. So yeah. Jennifer Hale's not going to be there. Womp womp. Yeah. Yep. Don't cross picket lines. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh. What have you been doing? What have you been up to? A whole lot, really, honestly, a whole lot of nothing. Oh, uh, well, that doesn't make for a good I know, joke. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. Yeah. We've been watching a lot of South Park. Um, continuing the South Park trend. Yeah, continuing South Park. Uh, the Boondocks. Going That's back a good th- one. Going back through that again. Okay, sure. Yeah. God, I love that show. It's so messed it up. Well, once once you finish that, you have to go to the uh, the Black Dynamite uh, uh, animated oh, series because it's done really... by the same animation studio. And it's really good, too. And it's really good. That reminds me. They're uh, about ready to release uh, The Outlaw Johnny Black. Which is the spiritual sequel to Black Dynamite. Nice. It doesn't feature. I mean, it's it's Michael Jai White directing and writing it, and it's it's a, all, almost all the same actors from Black Dynamite. It's not the Black Dynamite character. It's set. In, it's a western. But my theory is Black Dynamite had a weird meta um, universe built around it, where it was you're not watching the adventures of Black Dynamite. You're watching an an old football star trying to be an actor in a black exploitation film. And my theory is 
this is that same um, the same actor, the same f- former football player turned actor is now in a spaghetti western. Nice. I'll be excited to see that. It's great. Yeah. If it's it's if it's even two thirds as good as Black Dynamite, then it's another hit. Yeah. I told you not to interrupt my kung fu. <laughs> I threw that from the other room. <laughs> I, lo- I love that movie. It's such a good movie. Speaking of movies, we did watch. We watched the new Turtles movie. That oh, we yeah. Him. How is it? It's really good. It was really fun and good. Really cute. Uh, it changes the origin stories a little bit, but in ways that make it make more sense. Oh, that's cool. That's fine. Uh, yeah, Splinter is not like a rat that learned karate anymore. Okay. Now he's a rat that became that got into the mutagen and then started raising the turtles, then decided we got to do something to protect ourselves. So they all learned ninjutsu together. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. That's an interesting take. So, so he wasn't a rat doing karate in his, in his cage, in his like cage. in the, mov- the or, movie, or a man who became a rat. It depends yeah. on which what, what thing you're watching, or, or the reading. reincarnated spirit of a samurai warrior. Yeah, because that, that's the comics right could, now. Yeah. He could still be that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that, that's still possible. That's still possible. Okay, uh, but all the all the mutant characters and monsters and stuff were so good and fun. Cool. And it was refreshing to see a Turtles movie that does not involve the Shredder or Krang in any way. Oh, good. It's all just the mutants. The main villain is Superfly, mm-hmm. uh, who's voiced by it's Ice Cube, right? Yeah, and he does a really good job awesome. as, as an evil fly. <laughs> uh, Paul Rudd is funny as Mondo Gecko. Great. Um, I think that might be like one of the first times Mondo Gecko has been outside of the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of the comics because Mondo Gecko was an action figure exclusive forever because they just had a model uh, like a, a model for a, a Gecko action figure. And they're like, well, maybe he's a turtle character. I don't know. Well, it's like back <laughs> in the day, man. It was like it's like street sharks and stuff. They just threw everything against the wall to see to what, see what happens. Yeah. yeah what, what they would yeah. get. It's like, well, we have all these characters. I mean, we can't just have you know, a hundred different versions of turtles, which they did anyway. Yeah. He's absolutely the Poochie character that you would think he is. Okay. Perfect. And, it, and Michelangelo loves him, which is like, <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> the, the kids playing the turtles who sound like actual teenagers, they're all very good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. Like we're constantly talking over each other humor that for some reason, like hits me right in the funny bone every time. <laughs> Okay, cool, cool. How are um, Seth Rogen and uh, John Cena as uh, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady? Rocksteady? They didn't really do a whole lot with them. They had oh, a yeah? couple lines, but they were just kind of there, I felt okay. like. Oh, it's kind of like a, a it's, it's, I saw them and I clapped kind of thing. Well, no, they're, they're part of like the bunch of mutants, but they don't, they don't stand out a whole lot in the crowd. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know what? They're, they're some of the... Sp- more popular mainstays, I suppose. So yeah, if they're trying to promote I mean, they other were, characters, they were the primary henchmen for the '80s cartoon. So yeah, the soundtrack's interesting. The whole yeah, they have a chase scene that's um, completely to the four non-blondes. So that what's going on? Really? But it is the version from the He-Man. <laughs> A YouTube video. Oh no way! Like, like it's not even the actual song. It's that oh, recording. That's so good. It's the He Man one. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. It's hilarious and somehow like works really well. <laughs> and he prayed. 
that's but he has awesome. a really frantic energy that matches the frantic energy of the chase scene. Fantastic. I, I did see an article today that uh, because the movie was so successful, it's getting a sequel in video game form. And just a regular sequel, too. I, oh, I looked it up. It is getting a sequel and a series on Nickelodeon, too. Trent Reznor didn't need yeah, Trent Reznor did the soundtrack too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow, wow. And the animation's really good. I mean, it, it came from the Mitchells versus the Machines yeah, folks. Yeah, it has so a it's... very unique style to it—a really hand-drawn looking style. Say, it kind of oh, reminds me awesome. of like Spider Verse. It kind of. It's not as good-looking as Spider Verse, but it is also its own thing. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, from the trailers, it almost looks like they 3D animated stuff that you would draw on your trapper yeah yeah it kind of has that vibe <laughs> yeah like in high school or junior high you draw a bunch of weird monster guys and then they animated them that's cool and the, that's and, really cool and the blocky s's mm-hmm. I, I like how they made it so the turtles want to go to school okay which is like they should want to go to school they're teenagers they're, they are teens yeah it's like the first tur- turtles thing that's ever existed that where like, they want to like be like normal people yeah where they they recognize that they are in fact teenagers and they would want to fit in and yeah. learn. It yeah. almost feels like every almost every teenage mutant ninja turtles franchise to this point, the turtles they're in their twenty. They're played as though they're in their twenties. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all like adults or like teenage as in eighteen nineteen. Yeah. yeah, but I I I prefer this take honestly. They I think they they are canonically fifteen. I think okay, they said that just makes. More makes sense to me. Makes more sense. It makes it more fun. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, teens are gonna be reckless. You know, they're it, gonna go out and do uh, do stuff and and Yahoo Wahoo run around whatever. It's a being a mutant turtle person is a great metaphor for the awkwardness of yes. being a teenager. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you talked about that movie? Watched on Shutter. No, I haven't talked about that. That movie was weird. Well, let's talk I've, about it. Let's I've, talk about a, what was on it a weird bird movie. Hatch, hatching? I have to look up what it was called. Real okay. Quick. Yeah, it was, it's called Hatching. And it's about a family where the mom is a huge like Instagram influencer. I've heard of this one. And is pressuring her daughter a whole lot. And, to do and, the same thing? No, to to just be successful at everything and she's a she's a gymnast and she has to work real hard to be oh, she's you know the best gymnast. She's overbearing. Yeah. Helicopter mom. And she has a dream that she finds an egg in the woods and then wakes up with the egg. Isn't that how it goes down? Wakes up, wakes up with the egg and then like kind of incubates it, like puts it in a pillow and it hatches out like a human bird hybrid monster. Mm-hmm. And then has to keep that a secret, and it, the bird monster is terrifying. The special effects are so good. Like, well, doesn't the? I think I've read about this. The human bird monster ends up taking on aspects of the kid, right? Yeah, yeah. It basically slowly starts turning into her. Yeah, and you know, it's a metaphor for things. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But no, that's kind of a heavy handed one, but a good one. Nonetheless, I've I've wanted to see this one. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, I've I've read about it. I've read reviews of it. And it sounds really it it is really good. And it's worth it just for the bird monster alone. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I I read a I think it was a Polygon article where they like consulted with like Star Wars people and like 
high up special effects people about making this bird monster. Really? And it shows. Oh, that's awesome. It's very creepy. Excellent. Excellent. There's a bird monster right there. Like you never, you know. Yeah, you don't question that it's it's not real. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was good. Did we have we watched anything else? Oh, I've played I've played a lot of Starfield. Yeah, tell me about Starfield. Does he hate Mondays? Oh does yeah. He love love lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Space lasagna. Space does he, Monday. Does he? Uh, uh, <laughs> it's it's freeze dried lasagna. Does he mail a galaxy normal to the planet Abu Dhabi? <laughs> that was a deep pull. I had to stretch for that one, yeah. but I'm but I'm proud of it. <laughs> but but there's the game something I forget their studio. Whatever they yeah. Whatever. But this Bethesda. Is this Bethesda? Bethesda uh, Microsoft now kind of. Yeah, uh, their new game. Uh, it's called Starfield. It's about being a spaceman traveling around in space. Um, at the main conceit so far, and it's a pretty weak one story-wise, is that there's these artifacts they keep finding around the galaxy that when you touch them, they make you have a 2001 freak out. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay, so there's like space babies and stuff. Well, not, or like, it's just not colors. exactly, it's but just, just like colors and, gotcha. and stars yeah. and okay. stuff. Uh, and you got to go find all of those and then put them together for something. I don't. I'm not that far along yet to figure out. Yeah, exactly you got to get you got to get is. the stones together so the fifth element can keep the darkness at bay. Yeah, it's, so it's, Thanos can snap half the universe. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really uh, trod ground. <laughs> well, also it's a Bethesda game. And I did because this, it's it's a Bethesda game. I mean, it's tr- it's going to be well trod ground. Yeah. After you, it's kind of spoilers, but it's also a gameplay mechanic. Like once you get enough of them and you find it, this temple, like it gives you a magic power. Okay. Like it gave me the ability to create a zero gravity area for a small amount of time. Hmm. So there's some sort of magic, there's a magic power system involved too. So it's like Skyrim, but space. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Sp- like instead of learning yeah. the words, you get the, you go you to find the, the temple. Ra- you find the artifacts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like an interesting conceit for a game. It- yeah. I mean, it's fun. It is space fallout. Like, yeah. It is a Bethesda game through and through. If you go into it, not expecting it to be anything more than that, you're probably going to have a pretty good time. I mean... I've enjoyed it, and I, I've enjoyed a Fallout in a, to a lesser extent in Elder Scrolls throughout my gaming career. I've heard this one has less bugs this time around because of that little extra bit of Microsoft polish. Yeah, I haven't had anything really weird happen. Because Bethesda games, historically, on launch... Are buggy. Are, or even now, with Skyrim, are incredibly buggy. I did. I did see one article where they talked about how sometimes uh, there's a bug where your crew will sit outside the ship. <laughs> I've not seen. I've had it crash on me once. Okay. Like straight back to the Xbox dashboard. Yeah. But I just reload my save and it was fine. It wasn't like a game breaker. Cool. Um. Yeah. I mean, everybody still has like those same animations, and it's just looks like a bunch of people walking Wooden around. People. Yeah, wooden a bunch people. Of, bunch of wooden people walking around the exact same way. With their dead, with their dead eyes. With their dead eyes. Everybody's got the same set of teeth in their head. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they they didn't they didn't push the envelope on this one. Yeah. But they also did make like a whole galaxy. So like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen some people talk about like there are aspects of like 
that game they would like to see in like No Man's Sky, but then there's aspects of No Man's Sky like they'd like to see in this game kind of thing. Yeah, like, and it's, sure. it's definitely not No Man's Sky. It doesn't have that kind of freedom. Open, so open it's like galaxy. an actual game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, you're going to go through menus a lot okay. to fast travel from place to place. You gotcha. can't just fly around. You barely fly around in space at all because it would be boring. Oh, okay. Uh, but like any time you spend in space is going to be orbiting a planet and then maybe like somebody's going to attack you or you're going to get a random event happening like mm. when you're between a couple planets but it's not don't expect to do a lot of flying it weirdly doesn't really do that a whole lot for, for huh. a game called starfield you're not really in the stars much yeah huh. well i look forward to the macroy brothers doing a monster factory on this one Six months down the road so I can watch some gameplay of it. <laughs> I, I hope they get a lot of mods in there because I didn't find the character creator to be that. Oh, I'm sure they I'm sure they will. You know what? They'll probably make a half Garfield. They'll try to make Starfield the, the space cat. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing them. Oh, uh, what was that Star Trek race? Were there cat people? Oh, and the doctor. The doctor, the doctor from Lower, Lower Decks, Decks is yeah. one of them. Yeah. And well, it was from the Star Trek the animated series. The animated yeah. series back in the sixties. That did come back. The Lower Decks came back the other day. We watched both the new episodes, and they were both very good. Lower Decks stuff continues continues to be Lower yeah. Decks. Oh, good, good. They they all got promotions, so oh. they're not in the bunks anymore. Oh, nice. All right, hey, let's take a break, and when we come back, we will get into some news. <laughs> Long Play is a radio show. Long Play is a lifestyle. It is a radio show. It's a lifestyle. Hey, 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 calm down, you two. Long Play is both a radio show and a lifestyle. If part of your very existence includes playing old vinyl records... Oh, oh it, it is. is. It, it is. is. Then Long Play is the radio show for you. I invite you to tune in Friday nights at 11 and Saturday afternoons at 3 to see what it's like to have the, the best, best of both, both worlds. worlds. <laughs> hey, everybody, we're back. Those were some ads for some other great programming. Let's get into some news. One and Josh done. did it. One and done. One, and One done. take, Harrison. I like it. Good work. All right. So we have some. Uh, we. <laughs> God. Why? Why is it that once the mics go on, we become mean to you, Josh? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why am I friends with you guys? You're just a bunch of bullies. Oh. Oh. But also, I am the crass out of pocket one 90 times out of 10 <laughs> off mic so i don't know i guess i deserve it uh, all right so let's talk about some new stuff well what do we have going on in the past like week and a half i guess it's been because we took a week off last yeah, week yeah well you know. it's been a slow news time and it continues really to be so but but we're gonna make the best of it here we're gonna do what we, we can we do it all for you people out there in the nerd overload community and i am not stretching not let's at all. Get, let's get into Let's talk our... for at least five more minutes how we're not stretching <laughs> we are this. We're not stretching this. We got a full docket of news for you to get so into. So much news. So much. I hope you like news because we got so much of it coming out. You're at never going to believe how much news we have. We got we got lots of news, listeners. Oh, yeah. We are kind of rolling into a Roiland S. We are, yes. We <laughs> should probably... put a, let's put a pin in that forever. Yep. And we'll get to the actual news. That's actually news, Roiland. 
Oh yeah, they recasted <laughs> Lemon Grab in. Uh, oh, they Vinci. did. Well, for Fiona and Cake, they made it. Um, drag queen was it Trixie Jinx Monsoon? Jinx Monsoon. Okay, is now the Earl of Lemon Grab, which cool, fine, okay, yeah. whatever, sure. <laughs> huh. How is Doctor Who? Yeah, how was that? Um, the Fiona and Cake has I, it come I, out yet, or is it? It, it's out. it is out. I haven't watched it yet, though. Uh, I haven't watched it yet either, but also Nicole's working her way through Adventure Time, and from everything I've seen in the trailers for it, you can't watch it without completing Adventure Time first. That's not what I've read. I mean, it's got post Ice King Simon. Well, I mean, as long and as adult you know, fi- and adult Finn. As long as you know that. that. So, so you watch the original Adventure Time or read the Wikipedia yeah. <laughs> and character descriptions online, yeah. sure. Uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about some stuff. We got some Nintendo news right off the top. Our, our favorite thing. Specifically Mario related on both of these. Yeah. They had a big, uh, Ninten- not Nintendo Direct, but a Mario specific Direct mm. about Super Mario Brothers Wonder, uh, the new 2D Mario game that's coming out. A lot of news about it uh, weirdly made me less excited. for. Like, I still want it. I'm still going to get it when it comes out. But it made me less excited because it made me realize they're... They're not going that wild with it. Really? Yeah. When when I saw that original trailer, I'm like, oh, this this is gonna be so different. They're really thinking outside of the box. It turns out it's not that far outside of the box. Really? It, it definitely is different, but like they could do so much more. It's not as trippy as that first trailer alluded to. Yeah, like after you saw the el- the elephant, you're like, well, what else? Like, what other animals are there going to be? Like, is Mario going to turn into a giraffe, too? Is this the theme? No, it's just the elephant. Oh, what? just the one power up. Yeah, they they just thought the elephant would be cool. Uh, there's another one where he shoots out bubbles. Yeah, I've, I've seen some art of that, and I couldn't tell if that was uh, official art or fan art. Yeah, that's real. He turns, oh. he turns pink and shoots bubbles. Okay. <laughs> And you can jump on said bubbles, which I mean is kind of mechanically neat, but that almost uh, turns them into kind of like a uh, Mega Man esque. Like, uh, was that one of the power ups where you can make a platform? Oh yeah, thing? the little the little fan, the platform. two or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's there's a drill one they showed too, where he gets a little drill hat. And okay. he can drill into the ground. And he, he is can Mega also, Man. He, he can they also are making a Mega Man. He can also drill into the ceiling too and dig around. Uh, all the power-ups seem too powerful. Okay. Like, with the bubble, they're like, you can kill bad guys that weren't you normally couldn't. And then with the drill, it's like, you can... Your head's protected at all times while you have the drill. It's like, this seems really easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the level design is increased to match the power-up level. But it's Nintendo, so it's not going to be yeah. that. Uh, they did make it so when you're playing multiplayer, you can occupy the same space. Oh, that's kind of nice. Which is good for level design because then every platform won't have to be like six squares wide so sure. everybody can fit on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of multiplayer, all the characters play exactly the same. Oh, really? Yeah, so Mario, Luigi, two toads, two princesses, all the same. And a Nabbit. Yeah, well, Nabbit's there. And he He's one of the ones that actually does play differently because he's baby mode. Mm. Uh, he can't take damage from enemies. The only way he can die is if he falls in a hole. Uh, Yoshi, the four colors of Yoshi that are available are the same way. Really? Uh, except they're even easier because they can eat everything. 
and <sighs> Flutter Jump. Ah, oh, that's a shame. So, like, if you liked Yoshi and still wanted, like, a real video game experience, you're out of luck on that one. Gotcha. Bummer. Um, they added mechanic called badges where you can have your character wear different badges that have different effects um and a lot of them are like the special moves you would see the characters have in like mario 2 and stuff oh okay so that's not completely gone but now it's part of this badge system and any character can do it okay well i guess i can kind of see oh so like the slow fall or the bigger jump yeah like so, they so literally like you can equip your different characters with different badges so that you have a different like character for each situation kind of situation or is it just like no it's just you put on a different badge when you go oh. into a level oh, okay that's not as cool yeah with which you, it's got like the duck jump from mario 2 where you duck down and charge up that's one of them mm. one of them lets you spider-man shoot vines out of you <laughs> you to grab onto walls which is oh, kind of neat okay that's kind of neat um but yeah and some of them aren't even that helpful there's one that makes you invisible oh so you can't see where you are, and also the enemies can't see where you are. Weird. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't know if I'm excited for this game as much. Uh, then it showed that Wonder Flower, the one that you get that makes the levels do weird stuff. Yeah. Every single level has one of those, and they all do something different. Oh, weird. Which is okay. interesting. That is kind of cool. Yeah. The coolest one I saw was one that switches the perspective of the game to like almost top down. Oh, and suddenly you're running on the walls in the background instead of. Oh, interesting. On the foreground. That was cool. It seems like there's a lot of like wild stuff that's going to happen with that. Huh? It's a neat gimmick, but I don't know. I just thought there would be more. Yeah. I just thought they were going more outside the box with your 2D Mario. And instead, what we're getting seems like a just a couple steps up from a new Super Mario. Mm. it's it's not as big as what like an odyssey was yeah well that's probably going to be the next mar the the mario game after this one is probably going to be the big you know odyssey 2 yeah. or whatever they Wh do with whatever it. one they fired or not fired but replaced charles martinet for yeah will be that one and it'll be on the new switch too yeah so switch you yeah oh god <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine let's hope they don't call it that yeah which they did. They released that video with Charles Martinet. They did, yeah. And Miyamoto, and it was a kind of a big nothing with, burger where with they Papa Miyamoto. Yeah. Apparently, every time Charles Martinet sees Miyamoto, he calls him Papa. I mean, why not? It makes sense. Yeah. You know what? From now on, I'm gonna call him <laughs> officially on the show. He is Papa Miyamoto. I'm gonna call him Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still happy for uh, Martinet that he's um, getting a cushy, cushy gig a post cushy retirement gig out of it. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just keeping him on the payroll so he doesn't do some sort of terrible parody movie. Or I something. think so. I think that's really it. <laughs> yeah, so that no one can pay him to do, do the Mario, do voice. the Mario, do voice. the Mario. But, yeah, uh, but he will never swing his arms from side, side to side. side. <laughs> But you it, set him up and I knock him yeah. down. That's that's all it is. But at, le at least, you know, they're being cool about it. I don't know why they chose to do it. They don't they don't say who's replacing him. They don't explain why they did it cuz he can still do it. They he in the video, he looks surprised all get out. He yeah, looks yeah like he can do that also forever. doesn't but that also doesn't mean he doesn't have something going on that he's not telling people. 
Either that or, yeah, he's putting on a show for the camera and otherwise... He might, you know, he might be getting sick or he just might be getting tired. He just might not want to do it anymore. Yeah. I feel like it was 100% Nintendo. Oh, I think it was, yeah, I think it was 100% Nintendo, (laughs) but maybe it was a situation where he's like, well, you know, I make 10 times the amount of money going to cons and say with my booth saying, hey, I'm Mario. Going, woohoo. Then going to to Nintendo and actually recording the lines, so... Well, that and they have him record lines so rarely anyway. Yeah. They reuse the same ones forever. Yeah. They still use lines from the GameCube days in games now. They do. <laughs> yep. So. I thank you for playing my game. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's a weird situation and we'll probably never know what really is going we on. We will never know. We will never know. But you know what? That's okay. We don't have to know everything. It seems like everybody involved is okay with it, so we don't have to worry about it. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. the, that's the good point. Yeah, that's a good yeah. Point. It doesn't seem like anybody's getting yep. you know screwed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Hey, talking about video games, you want to talk about some fighting game stuff? Sure. We sure. have two two fighting game newses, and I guess I'll I'll take that because I'm the, the fighting game guy. Yeah, the fighting game guy. First up, uh, so Street Fighter Six has been uh, slowly rolling out uh, DLC characters. And uh, this next one is going to be a brand new character named Aki, A-K-I. That is an anagram for something. Oh, I didn't realize that. It's a mystery. Yeah. Anaconda. Don't want none. Don't want none. Don't want none. And, uh, but she... uh, Killing infusion. uh, It's got to be something lame like that because she's based on a Street Fighter V character named Fong, uh, F-A-N-G, who was also a... An anagram for something, and it was some, and his was also incredibly. I'm gonna look it up here in a second. But uh, like Fang in Street Fighter Five, her whole thing is poison and damage over time. Her whole deal is she hits you with a bunch of quick strikes that poison you, that do uh, constant damage until you land a hit on her. But then she also has a lot of dodge and parry mechanics, so that she also can't get hit. So it's basically poison your opponent, and then run away for the rest of the match. She slithers on the ground like a snake on her back, and it's the best She does a I've full snake seen. thing. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> but yeah, it's the character, she's visually very interesting. She has a weird, like, upside-down guile haircut. Yeah, it's, she's got a weird mushroom haircut, which the is like... Poison the, mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, which is like the one thing that keeps me from being, like, totally all in. Is their weird haircut? <laughs> but overall, it's—I mean, I'd rather have an interesting-looking character than one that I—that one that hits all the cool notes, you know? Yeah, like yeah, you're allowed to look a little weird. <laughs> we we need to have the weirdos. I I I love having weirdo characters. If we didn't have the weirdos, we'd never have Blanca. Exactly. Well, I'm looking uh, them up, but I'm not seeing what the anagram means. Farts and ranged. No, I missed the N. I can't spell. <laughs> Fong Fang stands for Fantastic Asian Notorious Gang. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Those are definitely words. But he's just one dude. He is the leader of a subsect of Shadaloo that are all um, poison masters. That's his whole deal. He looks like, in this picture I'm looking at, he looks like Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, he Rabbit, does. Yeah. Wearing, and he was incredibly annoying. Wearing a wearing like some like kung fu garb. Yep. He was very annoying, and it was weird because all of his moves were uh, based on birds. You know, the most poisonous of animals. <laughs> I don't want to think about venomous birds. 
but uh but, terrifying but no aki looks looks great i'm really looking forward to her and after aki is released the next one uh in theory is going to be um akuma a nice. new version of akuma and that's going to be great because everybody loves akuma uh the other one is uh on the other side of the dial um mortal kombat they're uh they've rebooted their whole universe again they're they're Yay, basically Mortal Kombat one. Any character that's that was killed off in continuity is is back, and everyone's fair game. And they have um they're starting to uh stunt cast some of the voice actors and actresses. Again. Yeah, like they did last time. Last time they used uh, Rowdy Ronda Rousey as uh, Sonya Blade, and she was terrible. Yeah, the, the results were horrifying. The, re- the, re- the results were not as not as good. Although they did also cast. Uh, Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa as um, Shang Tsung from the original, the first Mortal Kombat movie. Yep, and he was like pitch perfect, one hundred percent. The he is Shang Tsung. That's because he's a real actor. Well, that too. Ronda That's Rousey true. is not a real actor. No, not the closest especially. she got was wrestling. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But you think if you could do wrestling acting, you could do Mortal Kombat? Well, here's the thing: she's she, not even good at. at she the was terrible. Thing. She was yeah. terrible on the mic. She 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 tried to be a Roddy Piper uh, analogy analogous, but it didn't. She's terrible on the mic. Uh, but no, they have cast Megan Fox, a real actress, as the voice of Natara, a real Mortal Kombat character. I swear, you guys, that was it's in real. One, that was in one game. Natara, the vampire lady, was in one game, and then she was a jobber in the most recent Mortal Kombat she movie. Died almost immediately. In she the was movie. one of the first ones to die. Yeah. yeah. Was it Deception that had Natara? In I it? believe so. It was something like that. Uh, but yeah, so I don't they know. are. I liked her because I like cool vampires. <laughs> yeah. And and I think Megan Fox can definitely do a good job portraying the voice of cool vampire lady. Yeah, she can vamp it, be vampy. Sure, I mean, she did it for Jennifer's body. The the fact that they're bringing in Nintara and they're bringing back some of these other characters, it's like, it's like they're bringing everybody back. It's like everybody's coming. Everyone back. is here. Everyone is here. I st- I still don't know about my least the universe's least favorite character, Shu Hao. The, I thought you were going to say Curtis Stryker. Stryker is a striker. Stryker is a is an assist in this. A, a cameo. He is a cameo with a K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because anything that starts with a C has to be a K in yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, because it's Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Is, have they done Bo Rai Cho yet, the puke fart man? I don't... I haven't seen anything with Bo Rai Cho, the puke fart, fart man yet, but <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure it's coming. The fact and it's probably going to be a young version because they've, they've like, de-aged all the characters oh, as yeah. well. So he's going to be a young poop fart man. When I was a young boy. A fart boy. <laughs> did he have a fart move? He, he did. A, he had a throw up move. I know he had that a fart, for sure. He had a stunning fart move. He had a he had a acid vomit move. Yeah. This is Mortal Kombat, everybody. Yeah. It, Baracho, who was named after the Spanish word Baracho, which means drunk guy. <laughs> wow. He's an Asian martial artist named after a Spanish word. I hate fighting games. Yeah, he he fight. He's the drunken fist fighter too. So he's very like, drunken fist. He's always like wobbling around yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's his whole thing. But no, he's actually an elder god. He's a lesser elder god on the same level as Raiden in previous games. Huh? Like he is like he is like the Mortal Kombat universe version of um Bacchus essentially oh he's okay, like the yeah. he's oh, like he's the like god the, of the, partying the, yeah. he's like the god of partying and drunken con- martial arts yeah that's kind of his whole shtick 
Um, and then they let it just kind of get away from itself with the farting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, if you're going to have a fat guy drunk and puking everywhere in your fight, fighting game, might as well make him fart. <laughs> you might as We're, well. Yeah, we already went that far. You yeah. might as well. Yeah. But no, I'm really interested in seeing who else they pull from the uh, from the depths. Did Midway, did they make Boogerman? They did. Yeah, he's basically Boogerman. He's basically Boogerman. <laughs> Although Boogerman was a clay fighter it's character true. eventually. But they could they could put him in Mortal Kombat if they wanted. Yeah, I mean, those Midway characters are just floating around now that yeah. uh, they're no longer a going concern. <laughs> we'll start the campaign now. Put Boogerman in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Hashtag, hey, hashtag put say Booger Man. <laughs> Why not? I mean, some of the DLC characters they're putting in are weird. Like it's Omni Man from uh, uh, Invincible. Yep. And uh, the Homelander. Homelander from The Boys. It's the same. And it's Peacemaker. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's bad Superman. Yeah. You've got two bad Superman. It's because Ed Boon wants to see these two bad Superman punch each other. I guess. That's all it is. But then we have Peacemaker, which actually I think is going to be an interesting that, get. That's a that's a good fit, I feel like. He's yeah. Very moral. And combat. John Cena is doing the voice for nice. for him in the game. And he looks uh show accurate to Do, do to you think they think they'll have an alternate costume where he's just in his underwear? I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> oh, speaking of, you know what? Megan Fox doing the voice there, uh so there's an alternate voice track. One of the skins for Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage is being played by a you know his own thing, but there's an alternate voice track that uh, Jean Claude Van Damme is doing <laughs> because originally before Mortal Kombat was Mortal Kombat, it was originally pitched as a fighting game starring Jean Claude Van Damme. I remember, I remember you talking about that before. Yeah, and apparently he was such a pain in the butt to deal with. That's why Johnny Cage is such a joke character. Yeah, that's it. But now. Now that he has nothing else going on, he's... Now that Mortal Kombat is bigger than him. Than him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I still think the game, it looks good, but the any in-game looks terrible. Mortal Kombat games look incredibly stiff to me. Yeah. I don't know why. They always do. And this do. still does. Yeah. yeah, it looks almost exactly the same as the other ones. Yeah. And the cameos look silly if they don't hit because then a guy just falls out and does like a move and then runs away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's fine. I like I like my Mortal Kombat silly. Yeah, I that's like, true. I, I like, mean, it's kind of the point, man. You have when like, it's over the top, it's got to be stupid over the top. Well, yeah, that's that's Mortal Kombat at its core. Yeah. You know, you always think, had like stupid fatalities, stupid stage stuff. I think a lot of people don't realize that too. Yeah, I mean, you had like... <laughs> The the babalities, friendship, you know, yeah. animalities. You know, a lot of people think it's like this hardcore cool thing, and, and it's like, not. It's never really been that. They've <laughs> been they've been making fun of yeah. It's it's been all just this side of parody for fighting games for a number of years, and it's like yeah, it's so extreme that it's it loops back around to being funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what what deep cut Mortal Kombat character would you like to see in Mortal Kombat? Meat. Meat would be a good one. He's I, a, he's a skinless. Just meat the man. fleet the flayed man. Yeah, yeah. they it's in Mortal Kombat Four. They took the model from the fatalities when people get 
their skin ripped off. Yeah, yeah. and then they yeah. just made that a character. Which, yeah, but put that put that gross meat man in there. <laughs> I'd like to see mocap come back. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about mocap. Everybody forgets about mocap. <laughs> but yeah, I would like to see mocap come back. I'd like to see also meat just bled all over the stage, just, every, all just very the time. drippy. <laughs> yeah, wet slapping sounds yeah. all the time. Uh, Draman, Draman, the 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 stinky man, because he had flies flying around him, and the flies, <laughs> the uh, the sound effect for the flies were mixed so poorly that he was it was deafening to play against him. <laughs> Especially if you're wearing headphones while playing, because the buzzing is just so screamingly loud. They should do console-specific characters for each console it releases on. Oh, oh that would be great. You mean, like, you mean like what Soul Calibur did? Yeah, like did? Soul Calibur. Like, yeah. So we should get, PlayStation should get Kratos or Joel from Last of Us. Sure, sure. Um, Kratos would make more is sense. Is there going to be a Switch version? Yeah, it's not going to look good, so it's probably so, going to... Like uh, the Pikmin guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Captain Sh- Olimar. Captain Olimar. Mario. Mario. Yeah, Mario ripping <laughs> somebody's heart out. Uh-huh. Uh, Xbox can... Uh, Todd Howard. It can be Todd Howard. It could just be Todd Howard, yeah. Uh, Actually, the Doom Marine would be really awesome I'm, uh, in Mortal I'm Kombat. I'm legitimately surprised <laughs> they haven't put a Doom Marine it, it just, in it. I mean, he's in Fortnite. It just dawned on me that that would rule. It would actually really work. I mean, he's, yeah. he's in Fortnite. I mean, yeah. but also who isn't in Fortnite anymore? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so last thing. Uh, we're r- kind of running out of time, but I did want to mention uh, Hayao Miyazaki. You he, thought he was retired. Uh, for the fifth time or sixth or seventh. But no, he's he's back. He's gonna make another movie after the boy and the Huron. The you live like this. Don't tell people I live like yeah, this. Like that's the the direct yeah. Japanese translation. Oh, it's how do you live? Yes, how do you live? How do you live? But yes, I've seen the memes of <laughs> you. You live like this. It, it very much has a yeah. Don't tell anyone I live like this vibe. Yeah, uh, but no. Um, they they were very smart to to localize it as the boy and the heron too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but no, Miyazaki, who is in his eighties, who is fueled solely by cigarettes, coffee, and the hatred for his son, uh, is going to come back and make another film. He said he's got more ideas, so he's not. He's going back to the office. Sure, you know, well, fine, whatever. I think the world's better for it. He's he, yeah. If if his output if the quality of his output had diminished then i would say okay now it's time for him to retire he keeps making bangers yeah yeah I don't as think long he's as he's re- making good movies i don't think he's done a bad not one. killing them mm, not sure. as long bad. as his films are better than his sons <laughs> that is a loader there are there are two there are two ghibli movies i don't really care for what which ones ponyo which- okay that's okay, like ponyo. one of my least favorites yeah sure. ponyo and tales of Ursi. Well, that his son did Tales of Earth. Oh, yeah, Goro Gor- so made that one. Yeah, so, so that's okay. why it sucks. So that's why it sucks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I, you're you're supposed to hate that one. Yeah. I I think Ponyo is fine, but it's a little too kitty for my taste. Is what the big conceit I have with Ponyo is the whole thing of like asking a six year old if they truly love something. That is weird. I'm like, that's that's yeah. dumb. That is that's weird. Th- at least most of the other. Ghibli love interest type characters are like adult ish or at least or sentient cat statues <laughs> <laughs> or forest spirits or kidnapped princesses or whatever. 
Pigman. Pigman Pig <laughs> yeah, in a plane. I, I do remember feeling a little weird about that in Ponyo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was never a Ponyo guy myself. I, it always but... felt like the the one for babies. Yeah. Like it's it's like the finding Nemo of Kinda. Yeah. Of yeah. the Miyazaki milieu. Milieu, yeah. Uh, and it's a shame about uh, Tales of Earthsea because I actually I like the books. Oh, I like yeah. that Ursula. Oh, yeah. I mean, on books. and there's and there's and, but, you know, and but they gave it to that <laughs> gave it to that bastard Koro Miyazaki. <laughs> I know the story was just everywhere, and I felt I don't know. I felt nothing for like the prince's plight in the movie, and I'm like, eh. That's because Goro made it. Yeah. <laughs> that horrible, I mean, horrible waste. <laughs> but like, you know, pretty much everything else is fuck. It, it, I'm sure he's a wonderful. He's, I'm sure he's a very wonderful man, but. I don't know. I it's just... it's so funny because, because uh, Hayao Miyazaki has said in multiple like interviews how much he hates his son <laughs> and how much of a disappointment he is. That's got one. So that's got to be really hard. It's so mean. I can't. It, it is, I, but also it's really funny. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be, yeah. but it's really funny to me that this guy, he's like, I make these loving, <laughs> loving, beautiful films and I hate my son. Well, not only, it's, it's like that joke that always, that people always make, like, you know, like comparing like Miyazaki and like uh, Junji Ito, whereas like Junji makes these horribly ugly horror mangas and stuff. And he's just the sweet, he, sweet yeah, nice guy. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. He's all bubbly and He colorful. loves his cats. He's yeah, like he's all he wears color. He's have fun. He, he reminds me of Larry from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just and, a normal dude. Yeah, and then you've got Miyazaki who makes these beautiful pictures, and he is just a crotchety old man. Yeah, who just hates hates he is, life and he, everyone and probably you if he met you. <laughs> yeah, he's so unhappy. Like he's sitting there just like with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth talking about how much he hates life and I'm like well, the the famous quote, anime was a mistake. Yeah. It came from Hayao Miyazaki. I don't think he actually, I think I read somewhere he didn't actually say that. Oh, he didn't actually that. say that? Okay, because I th I thought that was in like an inter, like a, like a, a documentary might, or something like that. It might be taken out of context. Oh, that might have been. I don't, yeah. There's something about it I've read that's not exactly but true. But you know what? I would rather, I'd rather him actually have said it. I would believe that he said that. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it was taken out of context because the second part of the sentence is anime was a mistake, especially my awful child Goro's <laughs> anime. And it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so funny if the movies were also they are bad. Right. <laughs> like that earwig in the in the witch or whatever. Yeah, I terrible. That was oh, really bad. That was really bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that mini series they did for Amazon. That was, was Dirt, the dirt worst yeah. yeah no i mean he's right his son's <laughs> anime is bad he's right but he's not supposed to say it yeah. <laughs> he saved the quiet part out loud i think the best thing he said about tales from earthly was that it is an earnest film <laughs> i bet i bet Hayao Miyazaki wakes up every day and calls his son and says i hate you <laughs> And then Gora's just like, oh, that was my dad again. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. His, his, his name and his phone is Bastard Son. <laughs> just disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> this oh. guy. Oh. Poor Gora. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't envy him at all. No. No. I mean, at least he gets to make the movies. Bad that's, movies. That's yeah. true. That's true. I mean... 
How hard would that be to live like in the shadow of such a legendary? Oh yeah. Oh, it'd be figure. terrible, especially yeah. Kyle, you're, that, you're, that'd be like you your know, art is never going to live up to to his. Yeah, exactly. You're always going to be constantly living in their shadow. It's like if like you know I don't know like Walt Disney's kid or something like tried to like come up behind him or something. Sure. No, I'm makes... trying to find an analog well, that. No, that, I get it. Yeah, that, I get and it. And Goro doesn't get to work with the talent that Miyazaki did. Sure. Like when Miyazaki was making all his more famous ones, he had people like uh, uh, Hideki Anno and like mm. all these like great animators who have all now gone and done their, to own, their thing. own things and building their own legacy. And, and yeah, beca- and because Goro has the because uh, Hayao he, he has, has the nepotism. has said in interviews how much Goro sucks. He now can only work with people that are willing to look past the. The, what his dad says. What his dad says. Yeah. Because, you know, I imagine a lot of up and coming animators go to Goro Miyazaki, you know, or and go, oh, doesn't he suck? <laughs> doesn't his dad hate all of his art or something? I'll, I'll bet a lot of them were like, well, it's all Miyazaki. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, you worked with Miyazaki? I worked with a Miyazaki. <laughs> Fair, yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, with that, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. If you want to turn into a eternal river rather than watching a Goro Miyazaki movie, you can find us on Nerd Overload now at Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline. The number is 419-561-5556. Leave us a message and we'll play it on the show. What's your favorite Ghibli movie? That's what I was going to say. Hey. And also, uh, make sure your message is something other than 20 seconds of silence. Yeah. Because we can't play that on the show. What's your favorite Miyazaki movie? And if you were Hayao Miyazaki, what kind of awful things would you say about (laughs) your son? I don't know. <laughs> you can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Finally, I'd like to thank Parker for helping us out over on the Facebook page and David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in and we will be back next week. That was an earnest episode. <laughs>